Hey guys, welcome to the Mariah Report. I'm Martin Burgess. And today we're doing things a little different. Unfortunately, Dan had a dental emergency he had to get taken care of. And so he went and had some teeth extracted and now he's in a lot of pain and he cannot talk. So here to save the day is friend to the show, Andrew Martone. He's here to join us and filling in for Dan. If he won't and she won't and they won't, then I will. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, thanks so much for stepping in at the last minute. But there's too much Mariah news out in the world, so we cannot miss a beat. We had to keep going. The show must go on. And Dan will definitely be back next week, so don't anybody worry. We wish him well and a speedy recovery. In the meantime, Andrew, the last time you were on the Mariah Report, we called you in because we had lost the legendary Aretha Franklin. So you came in to fill us in and we talked all kinds of Aretha. So how have you been doing? How's the quarantine been for you? It's so crazy. We were just talking about this before the show, and that was two years ago. And I cannot believe that it's been two years since we've done this. I mean, I know, you know, we're, we're doing we're recording this episode via Zoom. So we're doing it a little differently than we used to do it. But, you know, we'll, uh, we make it work. Quarantine has been, you know what, I'm, I'm very grateful. It has been definitely a lot kinder to me than it could have been and that it's been to a lot of other people. So, you know, I'm, as the Clark sisters would say, I'm blessed and highly favored. Mm-hmm. It's forced us to adapt. So now we can do these over the Zoom episodes. Yeah. So, Which know, is cool. Yeah. So hopefully we have some more interactions with you in the future. So listen, I want to talk about Aretha a little bit. I was thinking about Mariah releasing all this MC30 material mm-hmm. and all these club mixes does aretha have anything similar with she has a, cat- a catalog of club mixes so she doesn't have obviously the you know what mariah has in terms of a repository of stuff a lot of there's a lot of stuff from the 80s mm-hmm. and most i think all of that stuff is now available on spotify mm. back in the mid 2010s they reissued two different labels reissued all of those albums from the 80s and did expanded versions with most of the mixes that were issued with them. There's some, there's actually a really cool, the Whitney duet, there's a really cool mix of it. It's not really one of the club mixes or dance mixes, but there's like a raw mix of it where it's just like, just like a straight run through of the song with no editing and no chopped up. And like Whitney like throws an Aunt Rhea in there that doesn't make the final cut. Mm. And there's Prince did um, some mixes that mm. it's like the only crossover they've had so there's that and then through the 90s and into the 2000s that stuff's not really available anywhere um there's i mean she did with morales um the record that jd and trey wrote she went back into the studio like mariah does Mm. and re-recorded here we go again as like a complete dance mix and she did that with the lauren song rose is still a rose too there's some dance mixes but those aren't they're sitting over there on my shelf but Mm -hmm. they're not there very few like mariah but one or two all right. I'm trying to think about my playlist, how I'm going to build my tra- <laughs> my dance tracks. Okay, so, yeah. so we have a lot, of t- lot to talk about this week. So Mariah released Save the Day. We're going to catch up on some of the MC30 stuff from the past. We've got some updates. She's releasing more. It's Butterfly Week officially this mm-hmm. week. Uh, and she also had a really interesting Zoom call and gave us some really good tidbits as well. So let's talk about the big one. Save the Day came out. Yes. What are your thoughts on that single? So I I was so hesitant at first when I heard when I heard the premiere from D Nice and I just the way that it was just playing back through my headphones I just wasn't actually you know what it was literally I think I put a meme up too it was like me today listening to Save the Day and eh, this hook's not really that wild and then me 
three days later listening to Save the Day and going like full Mariah hand waving in the air like if he won't then she won't then we won't like just completely and I messed the lyric up I know that don't come for me but <laughs> y- you know like it just the hook really grew on me yes and- same when I first heard it I, it was the same thing I wasn't loving it but I told myself when this always happens you don't love it and then three days later you're obsessed playing it yeah all day long and I love, I think the bridge is just so immaculate. Yeah. Just, like, so, I mean, listen, you're going to incorporate the song. I think that that was such a, a great way to take that incorporation and that sample a step further. Mm. I do, somebody's going to come for me, but I don't care. Please do. Mm. I I do it's wish a, it's that a maybe safe place. Somebody... It's, a safe, it's a safe place here. You can say. <laughs> it's a safe place between you and I. It's not you that I'm worried about. It's the rest of the world that scares me. But I... I do kind of wish that maybe someone else had produced the record. Uh huh. Like I just, I think, you know who I, so there's this production duo, um, pop and Oak. Mm. And I love, they've done, um, they did like chasing time by Azalea Banks. They mm. did, there's that Mary J Blige song only love, which also samples Dr. Love, like the make it happen extended version does. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they do a really, really impeccable job of working a sample into a record Mm -hmm. and i would have loved to hear like what those ears could have applied to this concept right so that you know like yeah i already know what this is jermaine like i did Mm -hmm. i just didn't it didn't have to be you i know i know that's that is annoying like when jermaine's saying you know putting his tag in there it was cute the first three three thousand times on older songs and we still get to hear it whenever we play those older songs. So I felt like it was I a just, little unnecessary. I love, I love that we get a couple of records here and there that his tag's not in there. And then I'm like, right, Jermaine did this. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you don't know what to do where I don't think it's not in there, I believe. Right. No, no, not at all. Like, and there's there's a couple others, too, where the tag's not. I mean, I know, like, like, always be my baby. It's obviously not in there. We belong or, together. Um, right. Or we belong together mm-hmm. or um, long ago. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know it's like, a little annoying. Well, apparently on so on Spotify, his tag is in there, and then I was told, and I heard it that on Apple Apple Music, there's no Jermaine in it. Wait. Yes, and I heard it with my ears. Someone played it for me. Wait, really? But I went and bought the Apple Music version for a dollar twenty nine, and he's in there. I got, he's in there. I got yeah, because I bought because I bought it, and I was like, you know, and so not even like that, but I I bought it, and mm. unsurprisingly, there he was. But that's so interesting well now i'm just the only thing i can think of is that maybe the streaming version of it is different than the one for purchase but what okay lambs yes somebody needs to hook us up we we need the jermaine free version well who's got what who's got the jermaine free (laughs) who's got the jermaine version because i wanted the jermaine free version well so okay so we know that if you purchase it through apple you get jermaine spotify has jermaine Jermaine. (laughs) apple music does not so one of you lovely lambs with apple music Feel yeah. free to hook us up. Or we'd also love to know, like, who has title? Is Jermaine on the title version? Or right. I guess Amazon Music as well. There's that too. That too. So many options. Yeah. Anyway, so, well, the song is good. The song is catchy. It's 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 definitely, it has its, you know, I, I'm walking around the house. If he won't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing. I, <laughs> I'm like looking at you, but I feel so bad. <laughs> 
By the way, Andrew has a professional microphone situation happening over the Zoom. He looks like Mariah in her studio right now. I, it's it's kind. Of, you know what? I I took a couple of screenshots and we'll share one <laughs> because it. I keep like I I keep leaning into. It. I'm like, oh god, I'm, it's happening. It's just happening. And I've got a Mariah shirt on, just like she would. Like, yeah, Good Morning America is ready for your home summer concert you the whole, series. My roots are coming <laughs> in, just like hers were at the beginning. Like, I'm giving you the whole look. Yeah. <laughs> so in the New York Times this week, they reviewed Save the Day. And they gave they gave it a great review. It's a good song and deserves yeah. it. They, however, the journalist said that it sounds like mid nineties Mariah. Did you get that vibe at all? Because when you say mid nineties Mariah, I'm thinking fantasy, butterfly, music box, that era where we're kind of getting I big vocals and big ballads. I was getting I, totally totally getting like 2010, 12 Mariah. You know what I this. keep thinking about when I listen to it? It keeps bringing me back to bring it on home. For some reason. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and I think that's partly vocally, and I think it's maybe stylistic. I mean, they're such different records, but it keeps, for some reason, I keep thinking about Bring It On Home. Bring It On Home. Which wasn't that, yeah. was that 2012? Around then, yeah. That Because that was um, that was when the re-election was happening with Obama. Bring that's It On Home. She did that. Yeah, I get like, Bring It On Home 100% a little bit. Okay. And then I get mm-hmm. a sprinkling of My Saving Grace from Charm Bracelet. Just a little bit in the beginning. Interesting. Yeah, there's a, there's a little charm bracelet okay. vocal in there. But but vo- but but I don't hear. But so vocally, it just so I'm not crazy about that. Before the the sample drops and everything, I'm not crazy about those vocals at the beginning. And mm. I don't mean that I have I have an issue with the production of them. I think that that doubling just kind of pushes it in a direction that doesn't accentuate the right parts of the voice. I feel like it it, it highlights areas of her voice that aren't at their best right now mm. respectfully mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a, that's sort of the area where i think it sounds a little bit like my saving grace in a in a weird kind of way okay i mean the i be- mean you know what though she got a lot of song? flack for her voice back then so that right yeah yeah remember but she popped off on my saving grace she did i know that's not in a bad way like it just reminds me no, of those no. days okay you but, know what let me okay so let, i was just thinking about somebody was tweet somebody i follow was tweeting about charm bracelet this week and was and then I, they were they like posted I only want her and I was like you better put my saving grace on next so mm. let me because I love that record so so much just so. think about it next time you listen to save the day okay you know what I'll I'll like cue them up next to each other after we're done and I'll share my thoughts yeah <laughs> like I said a sprinkling <laughs> it's not a it's not yeah a big yeah, yeah yeah uh, okay let's talk about Lauren Hill's part because okay. I was listening to it really close and I feel like it's redone it's resung for no. this song. No, it's not. You're getting original vocals from Killing That's a, that's original vocals, absolutely. And you you can tell that it's original vocals because it just I mean that that's a that's a part that we that's like ingrained. Yes. I know. That's absolutely ingrained in us. We all know that Lauren record so well. That's and also Lauren hasn't said boo about it either. Yeah, so know, right. It's clear that this was not a collaboration. This was a utilization of a sample and out of nothing but, you know, respect and admiration they gave lauren the the full credit on the same way that like jay-z and kanye gave otis redding credit on otis Mm -hmm. or you know it's happened numerous other times but this isn't you know lauren would be talking about this if this was a collaboration right of course lauren's been doing stuff i just saw a video of her doing a little mini concert for louis vuitton there's a new campaign featuring mm -hmm. her yeah for their new collection yeah she's still out and about Mm -hmm. working it. yeah she's She's still doing her thing. She's not usually there on time, but she's still sh- she still shows up. Listen. Yeah. Well, listen. She, in, yeah. In conclusion, I think the song is really good. It's really strong. Yeah. I think the Lauren Hill samples was a great choice. 
Absolutely. I feel like they could have turned her down a little bit just so we can hear See, Mariah you know a bit more. I so I don't disagree with that during the you know during the verses and the hook and everything but mm. at first I was super hype about listening to it and like oh my god Lauren and Mariah you know mashing together on the bridge and now as I listen to it more I'm like is Lauren even on this bridge mm. mm-hmm. I keep listening and I'm just like do I, I, I I'm struggling to hear if I even hear her on that bridge right at this point I'm not sure if they if they kept her in for that part you know you hear the little like um, there's like one little part that you hear her that Mariah's not doing, but I wonder if they kept that vocal in for the bridge or if it's just Mariah layered a bunch of times and stacked. Right, right. Yeah. To keep listening. Listen, still a lot of studying to be done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, it's a six day old record. Yeah. You know, there's still so much to, you know, we have days, weeks, months, years, decades to live with this record and to experience it and to truly appreciate it the way that we're going to or not. However, it ends up falling in our own respective opinions of her and her catalog exactly so mariah was posting some pictures on her instagram she has a really good full wig she's wearing another silk robe but people zoomed in and there was a little mesh situation in the cleavage do you think we're going to get a video for this save the day i am not gonna hold my breath yeah right. i'm not just because i i just don't know that we're gonna get that I, and I don't, and I, I don't mean that pessimistically. I just, based on the like trajectory of things, I just don't know that that's. I would love a video. It would be even cooler if. I don't think Lauren's going to get in on it, but it would be so cool mm. if like Lauren got in on it and if yeah. they could do a little thing together. But I just don't know that that's the direction. You know, I think that this this project is so much more about unearthing the. And I know that this was finished this year, but unearthing these old records that have been sitting in the vault for however long or have been relegated to interchangeable single or international edition for the last two decades and you know shining light on them and giving you know and showing the world some of the things that haven't made the album or that you know never got completely finished or whatever so i don't think that she wants to shine any more light than that on them because then i think also I think that then, like, if you do a video, I think that then there creates more of an expectation of a level of success. And then if there's not that level of success, then you start to endure criticism that maybe you don't need to endure. Mm-hmm. So let's say that the single does whatever. I guess the charts come out tomorrow, right? Soon, yeah. So, definitely. you know, if the single doesn't perform and it's just like, well, we're re- releasing a collection. We're not pushing, you know, yeah, it's a new album of material that's largely new, but there's no concern about like, oh, it underperformed or oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? I'll be down for like a little something for, a, you know, nothing too complicated. Actually watching the Lauren Hill video that she did for Louis Vuitton, it's a 20 minute kind of indoor concert. Mm-hmm. No audience or anything. It's just her and the band or socially distanced. They actually did a really good job of just filming it and making it look dynamic and interesting. Mm. So I'll be down and it's in black and white. So I was thinking, okay, we could do a save the day indoor video somehow. <laughs> it could work out. <laughs> I'd be down for a performance. Yeah, that too. That'd be good. I'd love a performance. I think that would be really, especially as we progress further and further. And now we have more. I mean, even like you look at the way that the Good Morning America performance was like a little bit more heightened level of production on that, mm-hmm. you know, kick it up a couple more notches. We have we have the technology now. And we have the ability to produce something like that. Yeah. Even some sort of like outdoor scenic something on a stage just film it make it look nice you know there's Mm -hmm. all things all kinds of things you can do these days yeah exactly all right let's uh speaking of some of older stuff and bringing it back up underneath the stars made a little debut cameo back on the r&b charts on billboard 
Wait, did it? See, I didn't it, even see this. She's up there. She's probably like in the. She's on the chart. She's, she's you know what? mention on the charts. On the chart. Yeah, right. It's pretty impressive. All these years later. I just so my whole thing is just so you're teasing me with these things. Yeah. Are you going to give me these things? Like I would like that video. I would like that all in your mind demo. Where are my things, ma'am? Okay. So speaking of the underneath the stars video, <laughs> I saw on Twitter somebody had joked that. They were, they were going to take the day off from work when the video comes out. And then Mariah commented on that that person's tweet saying, yeah, I want to see it too. But I'm like, wait, huh? you don't have the video? Where's the video? So, uh, I thought you had the video. With the what now? And... Yeah. Oh, God. So now I'm confused. See, just... <laughs> I, listen, I am suffering from a lot of confusion. Like, I just, like, why, why are you teasing me with these things? Yeah, don't, right. like, I am very easily excited by things like this, especially like, all in your mind is probably my favorite record from the debut. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to give me that level of vocals mm. 30 seconds. And that's going to be the, like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to need the full, re- like, I'm sorry. I actually need the whole demo. Like you're just going to have to hand the whole demo over all nine tracks or whatever's on there. I, I'm going to need all those demo versions. Yeah. I know you've got someday. I know you've got vision of love. I think hypnotize is going to be on the rarities, but I'm going to actually need them all. Like, thank you so much. Just, just if you could just send that my way, I can send you my address, Hoboken, New Jersey. It's yeah. right across the river. You can probably see where I live from the roof. Yeah, but... it'll be easier if Mariah just opened the apartment so we can come in and just go through the stuff and pick out what we want. That would, You know what? <laughs> Actually, that would be fantastic. So speaking of MC30, what mm-hmm. have, what's been your favorite moments so far? Apart from what you just mentioned, what are, do you, are you loving the club mixes I... coming out? I just have so much gratitude for the fact that all of this music is so readily accessible to people now as I, I constantly discuss some of these things and I discuss how inaccessible they tend to be. And as a, as a music collector, I've done a decent job of acquiring a good quantity of this stuff. Mm. I don't have it all by any means. I actually just got my, I've had make it happen vinyls for a while. I just got the CD single like a week after it dropped, but the fact that I can finally talk about how much I love the Make It Happen extended version and then just drop a link to it on Spotify in an iMessage to a friend. Mm. So all, you know, these things becoming accessible is just so exciting to me. And right. uh, you know what? I think it might be so far, it might be the always be my baby club mix because uh-huh. that was something that was elusive to me for a long time as well. And it took me a while to get my hands on yeah. and having that and having the fact that we're getting the radio edits too, which yeah. I think is so, you know, I, listen, I'll listen to it. Mariah has equipped me to be able to sit through a 10 minute dance mix gleefully and make it feel like it's three, but mm-hmm. sometimes depending on like what playlist I'm on and when I'm working out sometimes, whatever, you know, I like to just listen to the radio edits. So mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What are some of your favorites? Definitely, I'm loving the Dream Lover, the stuff that came out, because that's one of the original club remixes that really stood out to me in her catalogue. That's the, that's the, the, that caught the my first attention. full club mix. Yeah. Um, Monumental. Loving that, loving the Always Be My Baby, just happy to have access to it, and just there was different versions that mm-hmm. I had never heard before. And we're going to, actually, this is the perfect segue, because last week we mentioned that one of my favorites was the ST mix, Dan said it was called the Saint Mix. I thought it was the ST Mix. <laughs> we didn't know what the hell ST stood for. However, on Apple Podcasts, you can leave reviews for the, the Mariah Report, and they help the show grow. So one of our listeners, Music Lover NYC, wrote to us and said this, Martin and Dan are the best lamb friends you've always wanted, et cetera, et cetera. They really know her. <laughs> now, that, now here's the, the good bit. 
Who can tell them that the ST dub is because Satoshi Tomei programmed it? Although now I will also call it the Saint dub mix. Regardless, it's a fantastic listen. This is the podcast. So I did a Google because I had to look up who this person is. Because we don't know her. We don't know her, but now we're going to know her because <laughs> there's some interesting facts and there's a, there's a little thread that we all need to know about. Uh-huh. So ST stands for Satoshi Tomei. Satoshi is a DJ from Japan who was born in Tokyo. He works with David Morales and Frankie Knuckles, legendary Frankie right. Knuckles. So, Legends. Yeah. So these are these are club icons, really, like huge yeah. icons in the DJ um, yeah. world. Absolutely. So listen to this. So in the early 90s, Satoshi toured and played keyboard for Japanese com- composer Ryuchi Sakamoto of Yellow Magic Orchestra fame. Uh-huh. Now, who is Yellow Magic uh-huh. Orchestra? They have if, the firecracker. If you know, you, and this is, I know some of you don't know this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know this one? Right, yeah. <laughs> so Yellow Magic Orchestra, they have the song Firecracker, which is the, um, the infamous elusive, firecracker. infamous, yes, that was supposed to be used for Loverboy, Lover however Boy. it was stolen by someone. I I don't know who that is. We right. love everybody, but I just I, I don't know her. I still don't know her. Well, the funny thing is, so in the Dream Lover EP, you know, yes. part of MC30, one of the vinyl mixes, the Bam Soul Joint, people mm-hmm. speculate that there is the Firecracker mix, though the Firecracker sample is in there. And yeah, it I sounds mean, it like sounds Firecracker, like but now it makes it sense. Like Mariah's hanging out with these DJs in the, in the club. Yeah, it makes sense that someone will throw something similar sounding or or the actual right. sample. Someone's gonna pull an obscure record and throw it. I mean that that you can just hum that and people people know where what to associate with that with in 2020. I, I don't know her who I believe sings that record with the <laughs> firecracker sample that we the most know, but you know that I mean before that record came before I'm real came out that was such an obscure you know, Mariah was the first person yeah. to license that sample so right that was such an obscure random thing that nobody would have known that so yeah it is so cool to think about that like that vinyl just getting like blocked out and just like oh this is cute let's mix that in yeah but also now that we see that it wasn't a random thought in 2001 to use that she's been hanging out with these DJs since mm-hmm. Dream Lover like since those days early 90s so well, that's been in her mind the whole time. And did you, I know that we didn't talk about talking about this, but did you see the like alleged like credits and stuff for the rarities? All right. A lot of, a lot of speculation. We're going to take a break real soon. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> you know what? Listen, do you want it? We can take the break now because this is going to be a whole nother tangent. So. All right. Put a pin in that. Let's take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the rarities, um, the new updated speculation playlist. We're going to talk about the Butterfly MC30 stuff that's coming out because there are some really interesting things in there. We're also going to talk about the Zoom call Mariah did. She gave us some good tidbits as to what to expect. And we're going to talk about the memoir a little more. We'll be right back. Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
Okay, we're back. Still so much to talk about. Andrew Martone is here filling in for Dan. Dan's recovering from some dental work, but we'll be back soon. Um, okay, so before the break, we were talking about the rarities, the speculated playlist. Now, a whole bunch of other lambs have chimed in. Everybody has their own theory as to what the list is going to be. Some people are looking at like the track listing times and trying to calculate which song so, is it. Right. Apparently, someone worked out that Slipping Away is going to be on there based off the time that's allocated. What I've seen is allegedly, and I haven't verified this myself, I have to, I guess, do a little more digging, but apparently one or two websites are listing certain aspects of the credits, including song times and including even personnel credits and songwriter credits. Mm. So I'm not going to lie. I had a little bit of a moment because mm. led, like, so to kind of build on what we were just talking about before the break, a good moment or a bad moment? A, go- a good moment. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the songs, allegedly, the, the writers are Mariah and Martin Denny. Okay. And Martin Denny is a man who wrote a record, as we were just talking about, called Firecracker. And okay, really? I'm not ready. I'm real. I have, there are two things that I want. There are two unreleased Mariah Carey records that I want in my life. One of them is the original version of Loverboy. The other is Where Are You Christmas? I don't think I'm getting that record on this album. And I'm going to just make peace with that if I get Loverboy, because I have just been dying to hear the Firecracker version of Loverboy, because that melody, if you isolate it, is Firecracker. Mm. It is. The melody of the hook of Loverboy is still Firecracker. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear that. Oh, I want to hear the way that she sung it over that. Okay, so that's interesting, because I had read somewhere, I might have even read it on your Twitter, that apparently Loverboy, the original, was never recorded in the original form that's not me no because i i'm a believer that it was recorded do you think it exists i think it because i just i think that that's part of what all of the issue was is that it was recorded and she had it mm. and then she had to it wasn't like she just had to go back and just pick a new sample and get going it was that she had a track ready mm. you know i mean i remember there was a and this is going back. I feel like if you go into the MC archives, maybe it's there. But there was because I used to get hype over Loverboy too, because allegedly the remix was going to be to Brat and Little Kim. Mm-hmm. And Brat had Brat had commented that like, yeah, me and Kim are going into the studio and we're going to record the remix and da 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 da. Mm. So that always used to get me really excited about the prospect of what was out there. And I just I, I think that it's I think that it's out there somewhere. I mean, the same could go for Where Are You Christmas too. That she wrote this record and. Then it never, you know, Tommy said no. And right. then they crimped up Faith Hill's hair and said, all right, you're you in. It. Yeah. But I would love to think that there's a Mariah version, even a demo of it. I, I actually think that maybe she did say there was a demo that Faith Hill maybe mentioned Mariah having done a demo of it or something. So that makes sense. I like mean, I, it's her song. She would sing it and, you know, give the example of how it should sound. Right. Exactly. And I mean, it's, I mean, it's a Mariah record. Like when you, like I, it's so when I found out that she wrote it, it was like a shock, but at the same time made so much sense to me because of course I gravitated towards a Mariah lyric and a Mariah melody and a Mariah style of singing. Mm. Because it's Mariah, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Funny you should mention uh, Mariah recording demos and samples. I had a thought a while ago because I, in Madonna's autobiography, they were talking about how the whole process of Madonna getting a beater and what it took for her to get the role and who she was up against. One of the names that Madonna was up against was Mariah. And in those days, Mariah was doing acting lessons. It was like 1998-ish, okay. wasn't it? Like around that era, Mariah was talking about 
Segwaying yeah, yeah, that would have been late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, it kind of dawned on me, I wonder if Mariah ever recorded Don't Cry For Me Argentina as like an audition tape or something to send to Andrew Lloyd, Andrew Lloyd Webber. I don't imagine what that would sound like. That I think she could wild. sing the hell out of that song. 1998 Mariah singing Don't Cry For Me Argentina. I like the sound of that. Doesn't that sound interesting? I I would like to hear it. See, I wonder if that exists <laughs> on a tape somewhere. Is that a rarity? It's just there- so many things I want. I mean, I know that this isn't everything. I just know. Like, I know that we're getting a a, a significant amount of material. And I, based on what I've seen, we're getting, you know, because I've been, I've been feisty about it. She's been doing these releases and like, oh, so where's, do you think of me? Where's slipping away? Where's everything fades away? Where Mm -hmm. are my B sides? Mm -hmm. And so I fully believe that those three records are all going to appear on the rarities. Mm -hmm. I, I hope that those are the only things that we've heard before that appear on them because I, you know, I want it to be things that I don't know. Just back to the Loverboy original yes. version. I, okay, so, you know, talking about it out loud now, okay, I did read somewhere that it never got recorded. But then at the same time, if you think about the original or that Glitters movie, the original version of Glitter, the movie, she had re- right. finished and re- she had finished Heartbreaker for that movie. So it exactly. makes sense to have a finished song before you actually start production on the mu- on the movie. Totally. Yeah. And she was completely in that headspace at that time. So we just, I mean, isn't there, I have like a demo or something that supposedly like was a glitter song that never got recorded. That's like done by the the background singers. Cause she started getting so paranoid about the records too. So mm. cause records were getting taken. Tommy was sabotaging. Allegedly. Right. He was, well, come on. Oh, no, we know, point, right? I, think we can yeah. re- I think we can remove the allegedly at this point. <laughs> he was sabotaging. Right. So she has every right to be paranoid. There was full-blown sabotage going on at that point. Yeah. Can't wait to read about all of this. Okay, so all kinds of theories and speculations about the Rarity track list. Do you have any others before we move on? The only other one that I'll point out that I, again, if you look at this alleged song times and songwriter credits, people think that we might be getting her version of Lullaby of Birdland. Uh, okay i'm down for that that. jazz record that and even if you go back to rumored track listings for when me i am mariah was the art of letting go Mm -hmm. that was on there as a track Mm -hmm. so and and, you know she was singing it in concert back then too and i mean she's still anytime you sit that girl in jazz club with a piano she sings that record and it's right i've become a fan of that record yeah because of her i didn't really I've never delved into jazz to the degree that I would like to, but like something like that, you know, I went and I did my listening through a bunch of different versions. And I've come to, I listen to Ella Fitzgerald's version of that record all the time. I love it. I love the melody. I love everything about it. So I, I've, I've always been, and if I haven't said it on the show before, I'm saying it now, I want that woman to record a jazz record and just do like old jazz and just har a piano and either an electric or an upright bass and a drum kit and a drum set. And listen, I was talking to a friend about it the other night and saying, he was like, I don't want to hear that from her right now. And I was like, okay, don't put it out then record the record, get like, People will be so grateful to hear you in that capacity because she has even her voice in the state that it's in 30 years into her career. It lends itself so much towards jazz. And I would kill to hear her today 
do a jazz record and just the intricacies and the way that she could, you know, really lean into her chest voice and lean into the whisper area of her voice and play into those instruments. It would be, I understand that maybe it doesn't make sense to release something like that right now, but I would love to have something like that recorded. And even if I don't hear it for 20 years, have that to hear at some point. So if that's on there, I will be thrilled. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like obviously, and I think if this is a huge request with the lambs, they do want Mariah mm-hmm. to do just a standard jazz album. Mm-hmm. I'm down for the idea. Like you said, I'm not ready for it. I save it for 20 years. Yeah. But I was thinking Mia and Mariah is very jazzy when you listen to it. And the fact that you said Lullaby, Lullaby Birdland is, was meant to be on there originally, that kind of ties into the jazziness of it all, of that album. I would love to hear that. I would, you know, there were like all those rumored track lists and I would love to hear that version, that album in its original iteration because it definitely changed between what was that 2013 and 2014 i believe right yeah yeah that was yeah i won't dwell on that because i've gone on enough tangents but go listen to me and mariah and just take note of jazziness of the jazz influence in there all right i'll look into that yeah all right so we're going to move on speaking of rarities so mariah was on a zoom call with a bunch of fans yes she's doing business meetings these days on zoom Mm -hmm. and we've got some good tidbits out of the meeting so i'm going to read some out here tell me what you think Okay. So, so back to save the day, she released it because she loves the message. It ties into the moment, the political moment right now. She said the memoir is going to be about her as a little girl before she was famous. She wants to emancipate that little girl. So I think that's okay. an interesting twist on the book. We're getting more of an insight. I, I mean, there's been so much speculation. You know, we don't, nobody really knows a lot about back then. There's mm. been, you know, we've had, I guess her siblings have said little this and that's and but we don't really know a lot about that part of her. So I think that that definitely may, I mean, even I've never read, did you ever read the, there was that biography of Mariah that came out, what, 20 years ago now? Yeah. The, the one I read, uh, I forget the guy's it's name. Got that, it's that got that, that the cover is her standing there, like with the microphone and the and pink the dress. Whole... Yes. That one. Yeah. I did right. read that. I didn't get too much from her childhood in that. I guess people just don't really know. Cause I feel like the story always starts with, a backup mm-hmm. singer, um, Brenda Starr, gave the demo tape to Tommy, and then that's where everything started for her. Right. So there is this huge chapter of her life that we don't really know about. So that's, I think, going to be the good, juicy bits. But we finally get to know her on that level. She also yeah. posted a picture of herself recording the audio version. So I saw, mm-hmm. Do you think she's still recording it? I think she's done with it. Right? I, I hope so. Or maybe doing final I mean- final edits or something. I mean, it's coming out. I mean, you know what? I could I could go either way with that. I could say, well, it's coming out in a couple of weeks, so it should probably be done. But you know what? It's coming out in a couple of weeks. I mean, how long does it take to edit? I'm sure it's going to be long, but yeah. how long does it take to edit an audiobook? I, I Actually, you know what? I have a friend who records audiobooks. I should ask him. He right. might be able to shine some light on what that kind of turnaround time looks like. But I I don't do audiobooks, but I, I'm probably going to get the book and like read the book. Yeah. But I'm doing, I'm buying the audiobook too. Yeah. Possibly on CD if available. Because, you know, I love a physical version. Oh, I feel like that'll be like 10 discs or something. If you I don't care. CD. <laughs> I just, yeah, you know me. I just have to have it. Well, I think my plan so far, yeah, my plan is going to be listen to the audiobook while I look at the words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, yeah. I feel like I can't do that. I think I'll get, because see, what's going to happen when I read the book is as she starts talking about records, yeah. I'm going to want to put the records on and listen as she's talking about them. Because you know that she's probably going to go in and like talk about how like, oh, I didn't like that note and that. And I'm going to listen to that note real quick and right, see what she's right. talking about. Yeah. 
Um, well, it's, in the photo, she also had a gigantic binder of the book. So now yes. I want to read that version too because I want to see all the <laughs> handwritten squiggles and what the notes were. And I need everything. <laughs> I'm I'm just interested to see. Like, I feel like was it you? Somebody on my feed was like first, you know, first author to ever remix the audiobook kind of tea though like i kind of feel like it's like i feel like she's gonna end up on a tangent i know like this isn't in the book yeah right (laughs) well that's why i want to do both simultaneously so i can see what's different gonna get so lost (laughs) that's not here anywhere yeah um all right so finally from the zoom call and thanks Mm -hmm. thanks to mariah trends for putting this list together on instagram she said that she has a song called ecstasy with jermaine but it's lost Uh uh-huh do we care I, so I feel like I once read about that because like, do you remember, oh, the day when there was like a Wikipedia page of unreleased yeah, yeah. Mariah songs yeah. that you could go through? I feel like that was because I like there was, you know, there's like that record Crave from back when she had the record label mm-hmm. and there was a song called like the wedding song or something mm-hmm. from Charm Bracelet era mm-hmm. and another one called like Reach for the Sky. And so like these are all titles that have always swirled in my head over the years mm-hmm. that I've wondered about. And I wonder if we'll see any of them on the, but I feel like I want to know, I would love to learn more about that. And so like, okay, what, when was ecstasy recorded? Was it recorded with a, during a specific, like, cause I, I'm the type of person where I want to know everything. Mm-hmm. So I want all, so even like, it sounds like she's doing liner notes where she talks about these records mm. for the rarities and like another, like, like she had done that for number ones to infinity, which was so cool. Mm. If you bought the CD or if you bought the vinyl, you got liner notes with little, yeah. this, that, and the others, you know, a little shade on the fantasy remix about how I created, you know, basically I invented this format and yeah, yeah. you know, everybody else is following me, but, I, I would love to learn more about when these were recorded, what other songs were recorded during these sessions, all of that. Yeah. So I want to know, I want, I have more questions about this record that you can't find. Yes. Even well, if we'll never hear it. What she really needs to do is write like a song Bible. All the songs describe how they were made, who made them, what the thought process was, how long it took for every single song she's ever done. Well, you're done. not getting the thought process. I know. <laughs> I mean, and that's, I'm so interested when we get this book, are we going to get, is she actually going to tell some of these stories that she's always kind of held close to her about like about the roof or yes, about my all? She said, she's going to talk about my all. Okay. So that, yeah. So my all, I would look good. Cause that's not about Tommy. I don't oh, think it no. can't be about Tommy. It oh, can't no. be about Tommy. Can it? No one's thinking about Tommy. I when you're singing my all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not thinking about Tommy when I sing my all. That's what <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, again, perfect segue because this week is butterfly week on MC 30. Yes. So we're finally finally getting some interest. Not finally, we already have been. We are getting some interesting, getting more interesting things. We're getting yeah. So the what we're finally getting is the Butterfly EP with all those club mixes mm-hmm. that are getting released. Now that's exciting because I really think a lot of the fans, especially here in America, don't know that these club mixes exist and they have resung vocals on them and everything. Well, and that's you know like like I always like I was saying like. Although I do think that we had done, she had, she did better with the availability for certain things from like, there was a, my all EP that's been available mm-hmm. on Spotify this whole time. And yeah. you know, my all, and actually no, none of the butterfly mixes, but you know, like my all and fly away are available on the remixes. So you do get, right. But I think people do don't, get, but yeah. I think people don't realize these, the fly away is just the reprise. It's, a, right. it's an extended version of that, but there's actually another whole resung version of the song butterfly as a whole song with a bonus like verse in there i think 
wait is so okay so then i have to go back and listen because i don't know that then so yeah, but like a, i do know like first that maybe ad, was she ad-libbed maybe maybe in there you know what i'll but go back it's and, on that it's on do you that know EP. which version that is yeah it's the uh the flyaway club mix oh okay so then yeah oh maybe okay. it's the no, deaf, wait you... wait maybe it's the deaf b fly mix it's one of the 10 minute ones Okay, so I'm going to go, because I think I have those already, Yeah. so from all my physical adventures, mm-hmm. but my, wow, that sounded weird, um, from all my <laughs> physical version adventures. Okay. But the ones that I'm, so I'm excited about, there's a remix of The Roof. Yes, 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 yes. Which, and I love, I mean, it's not re-sung, but it's a Morales mix. Those are good. Those are. And I love, I think I, I have that on, actually, there might be a, no, maybe there's not a resung roof. Mm-hmm. I have a vinyl of the roof and it's got mixes that I don't think are the Morales. I think the Morales that I have is on. I have I have the My All Stay a While single that, mm-hmm. with that great cover of her. She's got that um that red bikini on, like the diva's hair, the thongs yes. hanging out, yes. you know, the whole it's on that. Um and it's the Morales like deaf wood, but I love that beat. That's such a good mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that. And I'm excited the but the the butterfly, the true butterfly dance mixes mm-hmm. that are like those like trying to get a copy of those yeah. in physical form is nearly impossible. Yeah. They go for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Really? The like the Samba butterfly or whatever they're called. Yeah. A lot of those I heard like in bootleg versions. So I'm excited to hear right. them in these professional in high quality. Exa- I feel the exact same way. I don't think that I've ever heard them in full quality. Yeah. But it also makes me wonder, there's a whole slew of, do you know where you're going to mixes that I've never yeah. heard in full quality. Say and that for I number one week. Those will. <laughs> crop up if those will pop up at some point but anyway back to we're getting some really great stuff this week the one i'm the most Butterfly yeah mixes. the one i'm most looking forward to is the roof full crew club mix with uh mm-hmm. rhymes imperial and ricardo i don't even know lyricist. that one i did I, know. See, I saw it when i was because you know I, so i got to be the source today because i was the one who got up early and was like let me just check new zealand itunes real quick and mm. see what we're getting tomorrow mm-hmm. the lambs have been Somebody was even like, no, delete this. And somebody else was like, what do you mean? It's out somewhere. Like, yeah. it's not even a leak. It's just yes. like, why delete this? I'm just sharing information. This yeah, isn't, don't look at it. Le- <laughs> yeah. There's no leak here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just telling you what's coming tomorrow. Yeah. But I don't know that one. So I need to check that one out. Same. I've never seen it anywhere. This, mm-hmm. That's a legit rarity. I'm going to have to go. Bulk. So I, I'm going to have to go on Discogs and see where that appears, which version it's on, because yeah. that... That's going to be really cool to check out. But I also, I'm I'm excited that she's doing the My All Divas Live version on the My All mm, mm-hmm. because that, you know, my intro to Mariah was Divas. Mm-hmm. So my first, the, my first Mariah records I ever heard were the live versions of My All and Make It Happen on Divas. Mm. So I, you know, when I first listened to the studio version of My All, I was very frustrated when it didn't segue into that dance mix at the end. Right. And then tracking down the dance mix years later was such a satisfying experience of, oh my God, there's a full version of this because uh-huh. I love, 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 love that dance mix. So yeah. I'm hyped that we get that now. Yeah, the My All is full of club mixes too. There's, there's mm-hmm. like three hours of mixes coming up. It's going to, yeah, we're going to have a great day tomorrow listening to all of these. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the breakdown, the breakdown EP? Because we're only getting three tracks. But there's most not of them are heard. There. There's nothing right. But I'm also I'm not mad because I really love the Bone Thugs remix. Anyway, yeah, I kind of delete the but the album version. Just play that one because I like it way better. I mean, I just I I really want. I mean, I keep talking about how I'm so, you know, I lean so much into the physical version. So I really want a physical copy of that single because I love that single cover. It's like a hundred dollars. So yeah, I have to have you know I have to be like 
little conservative for a week or two before I delve in and order that. But I love that cover. So I just love that I can like update playlists and have that cover come up now because it's such a great, such a great single cover Mm -hmm. and such a great photo. Yeah, definitely. All right, Andrew, I think we've kind of covered everything for the week. We've covered a lot. Yes. (laughs) Thanks so much for helping out today. Again, last minute you stepped in. Thank God you have your Mariah knowledge ready to go at all times. (laughs) So tell me on my toes. Yeah. Tell everybody how they can find you on social media. So uh, my Twitter and Instagram handles are at Soul Atlantic. If you want to check out my writing on Aretha Franklin, I have a website where I'm working through her catalog one song at a time called 365daysofaretha.com. It's also at 365daysofaretha on Instagram and Twitter. And then I also write for The 97. It's um, the, the 97.net. I can't remember what our Twitter handle is. We changed our name. We used to be EST1997, and we recently did a little rebrand. So You guys have some good Mariah articles on there. Yes, and thank you. Yeah, we've done a lot of Mariah writing on there, and I do some other musings as well. So please check me out on there, and feel free to hit me up. All right, Andrew, thanks so much. Uh, Dan will be back next week, everybody. So don't worry. (laughs) Nothing to worry about. (laughs) Thanks for listening and stay tuned. Enjoy MC30. There's so much to unpack this week. So we'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.